And welcome to the Joink and Doink Connection, where Josh and David talk all things professional wrestling, and me and Michaela give very good colored commentary. <laughs> the fuck kind of interesting. This that is why was... you're not a paid employee. I'm not. You're getting. You paid? gave me a ring, so I feel like yeah, that's paid. David and I are chopped liver. Wow. I pay. Why you don't pay fucking any French- of us? No, I pay you with my lovely friendship and updating you about the races. Oh, that's true. The races. The, the racists. <laughs> Yeah, you know how masks were stamping one this weekend. Yeah, well, that's not what we're here and to our, talk and about. And our boy came in second. I got the shirt. Do you have any comments, David? Or are you just sitting there taking everything in? I'm, I'm just a sponge. He's just like shit. So, so technically, I posed the topic for this week inadvertently. Apparently, remember in well, a group chat. Remember when it was just you and I doing this, Dave, and how we actually old, got shit done. The good old days. <laughs> now I just caused pure chaos. Anyway, before we even get to SummerSlam and to the topic that Meredith posed. 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 Poser. Fucking five-star match this weekend. Briscoes and FTR were rated a five-star match. Really? At, um... At, at Flair's Ring of last Honor. match? Yeah. Wasn't... No, that was... That wasn't Flair's last match. That wasn't Ring of Honor. Was it? I thought it was Ring that of Honor. That was NWA, I think. No, it was Ring of Honor. Was it a Ring of Honor it show? It was a Ring of Honor show. Yes. What the fuck? Yep. Okay. Five-star. Brisco- really? Briscoes versus FTR. Fuck yeah. I'm interested in seeing it because, well, obviously, if it was in WWE, it would have been a four-star because of Meltzer. It would have been, yeah. It's because Meltzer is Meltzer. <clears throat> it had to happen in some bingo hall in fucking Saskatchewan in order for it to be, a, five, to be a five-star. And if it had Kenny Omega, it would have been a seven-and-a-half-star. Or I was going to say if it was in, it was in Tokyo Dome, oh, it would be a seven-and-a-half-star. Yeah, <laughs> all day. But from what I have read as far as reviews on the match is the rating was well-deserved. It was a very well overarching match, overarching storyline. And obviously you have two of the most talented tag teams in the world. Um, one that we have seen on WWE screens and one that has not made its way to the E yet. But I foresee that eventually happening because everybody wants to eventually be under that umbrella, mm-hmm. even if it's for a short period of time. You're talking about the Briscoes? Yeah, I'm talking about the yeah. Briscoes, yeah. <clears throat> they don't fit the WWE look, but that was the Vince if- McMahon... WWE look. If if NXT reverts to black and gold, it won't. Tri- Triple H did an interview. He loves the new NXT. He's already said it. Really? He loves the new NXT. He loves how it's developmental. He he likes the idea of them growing their talents. Um, he likes the people who've been put in place. He's happy with the product. Yeah. Um, now it's now it's time um, to really bolster Raw and SmackDown. Yes. See what he can do. Um, to bolster Raw and SmackDown. Because we are ending the first half of the WWE calendar year with what could be said was an, Vince's, a, was an A pay-per-view and yeah, Vince's last stamp on the company. Yeah, I'll be- give that an A. Because it had, it had notes of Vince and it had notes of Hunter. Yes, yes. It definitely had notes right from opening of Hunter. Oh, yeah. Like right away after the women's title match, which Bianca Belair once again steals another match. Like mm-hmm. another pay-per-view in which she's involved. She steals it. She has the opening match, and it may have been match of the night. Mm-hmm. She was that good. Her and Becky Lynch have great chemistry. Um, Unfortunate, um, something to come out of that match. Uh, Becky is going to be out of action for the foreseeable future with a separated shoulder. Yeah, she looked like she was favoring something. Mm-hmm. Um, she was injured the in the match. Yeah, looked like towards some point in the middle of the match, she didn't look right. Um and then at the end of the match, you could see after she did the handshake with Bianca, uh, she kind of like rolled under the 
uh, the rope, ring. and she went right to the timekeeper's area, which is where they keep medical treatment. And then the camera panned back to Bianca, you know, being on the top rope and celebrating. And then that's when the music hit. Bailey returns at SummerSlam, which was fucking huge because everyone's been waiting for Bailey. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought it was going to be at Rumble. It wasn't. Everyone thought it was going to be at Mania. It wasn't. Everyone, Everyone thought, thought it was going to be at Money in the Bank. Raw after Mania. No. S- SmackDown after Mania. No. Money in the Bank. No. So when is she coming back? She's been cleared. Well, SummerSlam's when she's coming back. And she's not coming back alone. She's coming back no. with a faction. She has a faction. Of one formerly released Dakota Kai. Yep. And one formerly walked away from contract never resigned EO Sky. Yes, that's what they Formerly EO Shirai. The only thing I feel bad for here this is the only, and this is my only little caveat is Dakota just keeps being part of factions. Yeah. And it works for her. I can understand. She's either faction why. or tag team. Faction or tag team. Exactly. Faction we haven't really team. seen her on her own and the only time where she's been on her own for an extended period of time she was just rivaling her ex tag team partners, Raquel. Whether not just Raquel, Raquel Tegan, Tegan, just how it has worked Tegan. for her. I like Tegan. That's just, we'll get to that conversation later. That's just what happens with her, unfortunately. And Eo is the Empress of the Sky. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. She's. I cannot wait to see her and the possibilities of matchups we are going to get on Raw and SmackDown. Because to me, the brand split's done at this point. Mm-hmm. You have unified tag champions. You have unified world champions. Heel Dakota versus a face Raquel. <sighs> Give me the double turn, please. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but much. Raquel's on SmackDown. The brand split brand is done. So it doesn't matter anymore? It doesn't matter. It's, it's not officially over, but mm-hmm. it's You've over. You've seen enough of it where you have, you have one staple entering SummerSlam, controlling everything, and that same staple leaving SummerSlam is still controlling everything, which was the right call because there's so much more that you can do with those three guys sitting at the head than having anybody lost any of their belts. Because, spoiler alert, Brock loses, and spoiler alert, the um, Street Profits, Street Profits lost. Mm-hmm. And it works so much better because, th- like you said upstairs, having Montez turn... And possibly, and possibly break up the street profits to me would be would be easy booking and storytelling because you can see the underlying things that have already happened. But I don't want to see that because you're going to have an Otis Dozovich situation, in my opinion. With Dawkins. With no, with Ford. That's true. Yeah, you, Ford's good enough, to, I think, to eventually be singles competitor. I just I don't want to see them break up the profits right now because you you have to establish another tag team somewhere. Yeah, to where come is Otis? Up. Otis is still Otis with, with Gable. With Gable, but he hasn't been on TV for a while. Yeah, he was. He was on TV uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to Raw very well. He was doing stuff with Theory. Yeah, for a Ugh. bit. Yeah, yeah, they were Theory's muscle is what they were Fuck for a little theory. bit. I hate Theory. Oh, uh, there's another one too. Theory, his SummerSlam did not go according to plan. Mm-mm. That guy had it all set up. I'm going to beat Lashley, and then I'm going to cash in on whoever. Well, Lashley put you in the hurt lock to retain his title, and then you got knocked the fuck out. Uh, you got by, five the fuck out. Yeah, like that. by uh, Brock, mm-hmm. who destroyed the ring. 
Oh, with his tractor. With his tractor. And then he gave amazing. the smoothest oh, microphone send off to uh, as if as if Farmer Brock, Cowboy Brock, was not already in full effect. He shows up to SummerSlam in Nashville, Tennessee, on a goddamn backhoe. Yes, just um, just simply amazing. Um, you want to talk about someone who exceeded expectations? Oh, Logan Paul. And that's the next match we're going to talk about: Miz versus Logan Paul. I still can't stand him. Logan, this match for me, not as good, but reminiscent. Of Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, it has it has the inklings of that, where you have a safe worker in the ring who you know is going to be able to get them from moment to moment to moment safely, not have to worry about them taking a bad bump, and then somebody just using their pure athleticism to get them through the rest of the match. Mm-hmm. He was doing a lot of high because Logan Paul is a athletic fucker, dude. That frog splash, there are th- it's like the Shane McMahon factor. There are guys who won't take those bumps who are active wrestlers on the roster. And for Logan to jump off the top rope through a table for a frog splash. And midair, he had to rotate his body. If you if you mm-hmm. watch when he left, he had to move because he was going to hit all knees on the edge of the table. So he had to position himself. The only thing I don't like about that whole setup was Champa. Champa doesn't need to be there. He doesn't. Champa doesn't need to be there. He do, he needs to stop being, excuse my French, Mrs. Dick Rider, and he needs to go fucking be the Blackheart. He does. Um, it's just a matter of when it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen after. Um, you see some more interactions. Um, with um AJ. No. Um. Well, AJ is going to be like his his worker. Like he's going to do yeah. some work with him. But Gunther, I see them cross crossing paths. Yeah, he could go for the IC IC title. IC title, maybe against Bobby Lashley for the uh, the uh, United States. That's where he's at right now. That's where I see him. I don't think he's nobody's world championship material right now. Because we're gonna get to that conversation a little later. Okay. I want I want to talk about that. Okay. Because I I disagree. Okay. All right. I think we could see a massive fucking moment. He has too many in just a few weeks. Okay. Um, anyway, great match. Paul ends up with the victory yeah. um, after Champa started to get involved, and then AJ came out and surprised Champa. Champa with the front phenomenal forearm off the um, barrier. Yep. Um, go ahead. Next up match. Up next, we already talked about it. Lashley versus Theory. Um, relatively quick, quick match. It was. It was. Lashley essentially dominated. Um, theory. theory. Yeah. He took over the match. Yeah, showed, lock. showed showed his power. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time that theory had any offense was when Lashley was um, over aggressive at points. Yeah, so like when Lashley uh, missed the spear in the corner and hit the hit the yeah. ring post. But, but then that's that's what happens when you have a big guy. Yes, uh, charging at a small guy that can get out of the way. Yeah, we see it all the time. Up next, we had a tag match between the Mysterios, or should I say Rey Mysterio and Dominic Guerrero, um, and the Judgment Day, which was, you don't it's get, old, the, it's you an don't old get story the joke. Line. It's an old storyline. Guerrero ain't his poppy. Rhea is. I paid attention. Rhea is um, <laughs> Buddy's okay, okay. poppy. <laughs> so, so totally off track, though, but ever since they had that Rhea thing last week when they did the I'm Your Poppy thing... People were making fan art gonna of get, her. Hold on, of her wrestling Aaliyah for Buddy. Yeah, it's uh, Buddy Murphy on a pole match. <laughs> listen, listen. 
This is not WCW in its bad days. Okay, we do not have. Can we get a shark cage Ju- match with do, Buddy Murphy in the shark cage? We do not Leo get, Mysterio. Ju- versus- it's not Judy Bagwell on a on a forklift mask. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day. Uh, it was a good match. Um, ended up being a no DQ. Didn't realize it was a no DQ match. Um, my fiance is marveling over Rhea right now. Anyway, she's hot. Um. Forgot it was a no DQ. Forgot it was a tornado style match. Yep. Um, just a non. What does that mean? Sorry. So no disqualification and tornado means there's no tags. So okay. all four members of the of the match they are can... in the match okay. the whole time. Okay. So there's no count outs. The only way to win is pinfall or submission. That's oh, it. Okay. So Rhea was there to um, add a little bit of an equalizer or an advantage, advantage for, for Judgment, Day. Judgment Day. And speaking of an uh, equalizer, um, we had the return of. A very brooding edge. Yes. A very hellacious edge. Um, We all knew it was Oh, it yeah. Was edge. He, he had to come back. Yeah, of course. Of course. It made the most sense. He's got to get his comeuppance against Judgment Day for basically kicking him out. So. Yeah. But, th- again, they need they need faces on Raw is the issue. We said this when they did this, when they kicked him out of Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. He works great. Listen, he works great both ways. He's great yeah. as a face. He's great as a heel. But they need faces when you've got the amount of injuries that have compounded for them. When we were in Providence for Backlash, mm-hmm. people popped their tits off for Randy Orton. Yeah, popped like crazy for Randy Orton. Then he gets hurt less than a week later. You've got to fill that hole because Randy Orton was supposed to be. Going after the tribal mm-hmm. chief, and then you were supposed to get to Riddle going after the and, tribal chief. And even on the other side of the coin, the women's division, we got a face turn for Becky, but she's out. She's out. She's out. She's hurt. Yep. So it's like we we get one less heel, but we don't get one more face out of that whole turn. Anyway, up next we had Happy Corbin versus Pat McAfee. I, McAfee I, is such a great worker. He's a great worker, and once again, you put him in the ring with somebody you know is going to be able to accentuate him. This is a little bit different of a body style versus Adam Cole yeah. versus Theory, because I don't want to say like Theory's small and Adam Cole is small, but when you put them next to Corbin, who's taller and is about the same height, if not a little bit taller than McAfee, it's a different dynamic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just a fun match. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, Would I have rather seen an IC title match on SummerSlam versus this match? Yes. Yeah, with Gunther. I would have rather Gunther versus seen, Nakamura. I would have rather seen that. Um, I honestly thought that match was booked. It's it's weird. It's like once once Hunter gets full control back, there will be so much more prestige with the mid card titles. You hope is what I'm hoping. You yes. hope. You know what I mean? Because that's how that's how Hunter got his start as a wrestler as IC champ. European and European IC. champ, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, McAfee wins this match with a off the second rope Panama Sunrise. I know. Which was awesome. He did that very well. Yeah, but he, he came close to botching a couple of moves. Yeah. He came very close. The Swanton to the outside, he kind of slipped a little bit on the top rope, and then you know how he does that um that box jump to the top rope? Yeah. He he slipped a little bit on yeah. that as well. Corbin had to kind of like hold him a little bit, like, oh shit. Don't fall. Don't fall. You're the you're the million dollar announcer over here. Yeah. Up next, the wait, wait, wait. So I know Josh knew knows it. Did you know McAfee and Corbin were on the Indianapolis Colts together? Yeah. 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 
because Corbin washed out as an uh, NFL player. McAfee was a star he was kicker. <laughs> best punter in the league. Yeah. I mean, for a period there, nobody was a better punter. I mean, how many times did he ke- he get his he own onside kick? He got his own onside kick at least twice. Yeah. How many times did he blow people up coming down the sideline? Oh, God. You know what I mean? Pat McAfee was in that... A dynamic player. In that era, if you really think about punters, it's him and Shane Leckler from the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. They're the only two who really come to mind to me that were like off-the-charts punters. I mean, as a Chicago Bears fan, I'll, I can name Brad Maynard as the punter because Brad Maynard was the punter for the Chicago Bears for such a long time. And he was a good punter, but he wasn't McAfee. He wasn't Shane Leckler who was doing 72-yard bombs and yeah. the ball was falling at the one-yard line and just staying there. I'm sure you can name the punter for the for the uh, Patriots during that time. During the what? Like when McAfee was in the league. Off the top of my head, no. Really? Well, it's probably... um. Koskowski was always... Was no, he's kicker. a kicker. He's a place kicker. No, I know. I'm thinking. And then you had Venetari. We have Jake who... Bailey now, but... No, it wasn't Jake Bailey. No. This was um... like 10 years ago. No, I'm thinking. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. I should know. No, do neither you know? do I. No, neither do I, because yeah. I wasn't a Patriots fan. Out. Chicago Bears. I never paid through. attention to the pitcher. Uh, punter. The pitcher? Yeah, the pitcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I couldn't name the whole Bears roster during that time period. <laughs> Backups and starters. Special teams. Long punter. It was a different time. It was. They weren't good. <laughs> I mean, they made the they made the Super Bowl. Oh, David King. No, no, no. It was Zoltan Mesco. Zoltan Mesco? No, it's yeah. gotta be. It's gotta be before that. You're talking about 2010, right? 2010. David King as the punter from the Australian Rules Rules Football. Mm, you're looking at the New England Patriots, correct? The New England Patriots 2010 punter. Because I'm on our actual website. Anyway. <laughs> no, I'm proving a who's, point Who's here. the Eagles punter? Currently? <laughs> no, back then. Fuck knows. <laughs> I know your kicker yeah. was David Akers. Yeah. 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, Zoltan Mesco. And I will call my grandfather right now on the phone to prove a point. Let's not. We're trying to record about no, wrestling, yeah, not football. Say. Anyway, up next we had the Usos versus the Street Profits in an undisputed tag title match with my poor Double J, Jeff, J E Double F, J A Double R E Double T, Jeff Jarrett as the special guest referee. Recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. Recently inducted, I think it was a 2021. Yeah, yeah, 2021 inductee. Yep. Um, comparatively to Money in the Bank. Wasn't as good of a match, but it was still a great match between the two of them. Yeah, you, you're gonna put these four guys in the ring, you're gonna get a good match out of it. Yeah, it's just the, what it is because their talents uh, ends the same way as it did before, which is um, um, Dawkins taking the 1D, yeah, for not being able to break up the pin. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed Jarrett was slow counting earlier in the match and then fast counting later in the match. Yeah, um, it was a good match nonetheless. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I'm interested to see where they're going to go as far as character stories when it yeah, comes to certain people. I, I just don't want to see them break up the Profits. I want to see the Profits stay together. Yeah, I, I, I like them as a tag team. Until you can find somebody to replace them as a tag team, maybe the Mysterios are that tag team. I don't know. But just leave it the way it is. Just leave it the way it is. There's not many top-tier tag teams right now, especially because of the New Day. The New Day are kind of trapped in a middle ground right now. Yeah. It's a new day. Yes, but it is. we've also seen the New Day versus the Usos 
so fucking much. But again, you you know you're going to get a good match. Exactly. And that's why you go back to that well. Mm-hmm. If you know you're going to get a good match, you're going to get a good story, you have to go back to the well. I mean, we need face tag teams. Yeah, we do. You know what I need? I need Big E to get his neck better so he can come in and beat Roman and get the damn belts off him. That's what I need. We're going to talk about my prediction later. Okay. Yeah, I know we are. Um, up next, the hated this second match. to last match, Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey. Hated this match. Why Wasn't a great match? match. Hated this match. It was just a bad match. Liv it tapped and the ref didn't see it. Yep. The ref only saw Liv. And then is that why she went Ronda after him? Why, she's getting why, for it. Ro- why Ronda went after Liv at the end of the match? Yeah, it was because Liv tapped and lost the match and the ref wasn't paying attention and counted Ronda down for a three count. Mm-hmm. They made Liv look very weak in this match. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't like about it. First of all, Liv looked like a weak person to win the belt the first time because she almost tapped out to the ankle lock at Money in the Bank. At mm-hmm. Money in the Bank after cashing in her Money in the Bank contract. And then to have her, she got dominated in this match. Oh yeah. There wasn't all ifs, ands, what's or buts about it. Like she almost had no offense in this match. She just got tossed around like a rag doll. So to me, it wasn't a match I enjoyed. It was definitely the low point on this card. And to think that it was the second to last, it was the penultimate, you know, um, headliner, it, it could have fit in a different spot. It's what back in 2015, 2016, 2017 timeframe we would have called the P-break match. The P-break match, yeah. It's the match before the main event. Because and nobody, came, the only thing that came out of this match that was a positive is that now you can definitively say Ronda Rousey is a heel. heel. Exactly, it's the only thing you can definitively say coming out of this match is she's a heel. Great. So now you have another heel. Your your face champion looks extremely weak on this brand where Bianca looks fucking strong as all hell, and it almost looked like anybody could take her out. Mm-hmm. I mean, no offense, I could see Nao, um, I could see um, Natalia. Mm-hmm. Tap and live. Raquel. I could see Raquel tap and live. Well, you know what would be a good storyline is if Rhea tapped live. No. Because they did the Rhea live shit. No. No, no. Rhea's good where she's at. Not right now. Rhea's good in, as this almost managerial role. Till role. She, till she's 100% cleared. Because the last yeah. thing you need is someone getting back in the ring and dealing with concussions over and over and over and again because it's it is shortened careers for some really good people. Just look at look at commentary. Yeah, Corey. Look at Corey Graves. Corey Graves was going to be a good mid-card wrestler. Mm-hmm. Concussions. He didn't, he didn't make it out of NXT. Didn't make it out of NXT because of concussions because he kept getting back in the ring too soon. Mm-hmm. So, I would rather Rhea just do what she's doing, relax on the outside, interrupt matches. Be the shit heel who runs away through the crowd and take stuff a like bump that. here and there if you have to. Yes, and that's it. Our main event of the night: we had Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, a last man standing match. You can take a ride on a big green tractor. It was a red tractor. Orange. It's, a song. it's like a reddish orange. Red. I thought like it looked like Kubota. Exactly. Really Kubota. Husqvarna. Either one of them. Yeah. It was like a like a Milwaukee red. No, it was no. definitely lighter than Milwaukee red. It was like a hilty red. Like yeah, a okay. A little oh, bit yeah. lighter. A little All bit. right. I'll like go a, with almost that. a snap on red or a snap on like. Uh, Why are we debating the color red? I because don't know. Because it's different. There's different shades. This is a But it's not Monday Night Raw red. It isn't. Anyway, moment of this match was pre match. Brock Lesnar is standing up on the front oh. end loader. 
announces himself and throws the mic and the without thing ever. moving, Roman catches the microphone. Yes. His little pocket. Just lets it fall into his hand. And I was like, if they didn't practice this, that is the most impressive thing I have ever fucking seen. It really was. He just held his hand out. I'll, I'll tell you right. And people in the crowd that saw it were just losing their mind. And he like winked. I think he, I think Roman winked at him. He did. He gave him a little good job. <laughs> all, all I can say is that wasn't the highlight of the match for me. Highlight of the match is when he lifted, lifted the, the ring. ring. Oh, you mean this? Lifted the ring with the front end loader. Yes. And Brock's just laughing. Yeah, he's I loving like every it. second. And Romans went from one corner to rolling out of the ring to the other side. And no, you can't use a Kubota as part of your Halloween costume. Come on. Now I'll that be, he's done it, now that he's I put still it don't out even there. Want him to dress it is up now as him. canon. It, it is, is now allowed. Yes. yes. Because if it's happened in real life, it's allowed. I'm not dressing up as Heyman. Nope. Dress up nope. as Roman? No. You got the hair. <laughs> the curly, the tight yeah. curls. Yeah, yeah, from Paulie Dangerously days. <laughs> ECW, ECW. Fine, you can be Pauline Heyman. Pauline! I love it. <laughs> Once everybody's gone, someone's going to get tickled to death. I'm going to get shot. <laughs> Um, this was a good overall match, though. Yeah, it was a fun match. Um, there was some very, there was some really good spots in this match. I mean, Roman took a really good bump from out of the basket of the loader. Yeah, he was loaded into it and then lifted. You gotta say what, at least fifteen feet. At right? least, yeah. And he was just ceremoniously dumped into the ring. Yeah. Um, Theory tried to come in, mm-hmm. tried to cash in, got destroyed. Gets hit with an F five. Paul Heyman got put through a fucking table. Paul Heyman got F5 through a table. When was the last time Paul Heyman took a bump? That bad? Nah, a long time. Yeah, it's been a very long time since he's taken anything that consequential. Um, But your tribal chief. Continues after, raining. After they dumped everything, including the kitchen sink, on top of Brock, and then he just stood on top of him to make sure he didn't get up. Yeah. Retains his title and enters... The second half of the WWE calendar year, still your reigning undisputed world WWE Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Boy, what a good SummerSlam! Oh yeah, uh, like it I said, really it was a, it was an A show. Uh, there was a significant low point. Oh, he did wink. There was a significant low point with the um, SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Significant low point. But that made up for, uh, it was made up by the opening of the night and the closing mm-hmm. of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think they bookended the the event very well. Oh, yeah. And you could tell it had a little bit of, like that, I don't want to say goodbye to Vince McMahon, because I, I don't think he'll ever truly ever leave WWE, even though he's stepping down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just, it definitely had nice homages to him. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I agree. So now my question? Question posed. <laughs> so my question posed in the group chat over the weekend is, since Hunter is back, who do you think he'd bring back that's, like, released reality? Like, realistically, who would come back now that Hunter is in and Vince is out? That was my question posed. <sighs> so okay, I'm... so since you posed it, you <laughs> answer it first. I mean, I would think now that Vince is gone... 
um, Naomi and Sasha could potentially come back and talk. Pot- but one person. Who? One person? Yeah, It'd na- probably be Naomi okay. over Sasha. Okay. Because Naomi right. has her husband there. Okay. I think Sasha's just fed up with it for now and wants to do her own thing for a bit. There's one name that I don't know if he'd come back, but I would absolutely love it if he returned. And I feel so bad that I can't remember what his WWE name was, but Jonah. Um, the big Hawaiian dude, um, did the tsunami. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Former I know NXT UK yes, champ. I know who you're talking about. Oh, um, fuck. You're, you're thick big, boy. Thick, thick boy. boy. Thick boy season. Yes. Give me a second. Give me a second. It's going to come to me. Crap. Oh my God. I know his name. It's not Braun. No, I don't know it. Um, Give me a second. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. There it is. I would love for Reed to come back. Okay. All that, right. That's one name I think he would come back because Vince, not Vince, Hunter loved him. Okay. I'm going last. I'm the oldest one here. I don't know, man. I haven't watched enough of it. I can't say anything. My man's still here, my Lashley, so I'm happy. <laughs> John Moxley. Yes. That would okay. Be a good one. Yeah, I could see Moxley. John Moxley back. will drop. The AEW World Championship to CM Punk and will return to the WWE under the helm of Triple H. Yeah, okay. Especially with how highly Moxley spoke about Triple H on his way out. The things that Triple H helped with Renee, with their personal lives. Mm -hmm. John Moxley, realistically, is my pick to come back to the WWE. You know who's another realistic one? And I can honestly see it as Chris. Chris Jericho. That's inevitable to me. I think I think that is an inevitable. Um, I think that's Jericho has said in many, many, many interviews that WWE was always the pinnacle of the mountain for him. That's where he always wanted to be. Okay, growing up in Canada, Stampede Wrestling, like WWE was always the territory that always attracted the Canadian population. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just the right way for him to end his career would be to finish underneath the WWE umbrella. I think that just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know when it'll happen. Um, he's having a lot of fun right now. Yeah, he is. But I, Fozzie? I, his band? Well, not well, just in Fozzie, AEW. Just in AEW in general. Like, he's got the, he's got the Jericho uh, Appreciation, Appreciation Society. Society. Um, he, he's able to take time off when he wants to do his cruises. Um, he's basically a statesman for the locker room. Mm-hmm. He's a very important cog in the wheel. Do I feel like things will start to come apart when he leaves? If they don't have the right people in place, yes. Um, Because he's that important. But there's no way he doesn't end his career in, in the, the WWE. He, he, he has to. It just make, It's just the way it should end. He should do like a retirement match against fucking bring back the Undertaker to just choke slam him or something like that. Ooh. I know it's probably a fantasy one, totally off topic, but I just thought of it when you were talking about AEW, even though I don't think she's signed to it, but Paige. No. No, Paige won't no, come back. No. no. Because for... it has nothing to do with, that has nothing to do with Vince. No, it's her health. That's her health. No, I know it's her health, but like. Triple H isn't going to clear her. No, no, I know he wouldn't clear her, but she could come do like what Heyman does. No. Mm-mm. No. If if you she makes she, her return she, you think she could take wrestling? that bump through the table? If yeah. she makes her, no, no absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. Her neck injury is worse than Edge's. That's why they won't clear her. That's why it took, what, 11 years for Edge to be cleared? Mm -hmm. And when was Paige's last match officially? 2018? 2017? It's been a while. Probably four or five years out. Five years? No way. No. She's done. No way. She won't come back. I'll tell you something right now. She's going to end up on an indie promotion. She's going to take one bad bump, and she's going to end up suing that promotion for, for hiring her. Because she's going to put herself at such a bad risk. She's not... WWE, for everything that they are, they're very protective of their wrestlers post the Chris Benoit situation. Okay? After what happened with Benoit, they've been very protective of their wrestlers. Just look at Daniel Bryan. Look at Edge. Look at how long it took them to come back. Look at Corey Graves. They have refused to let him go back in the ring. They refuse to let him go in the ring. I mean, there's been rumblings that it could possibly happen, but it's... Then what? Six years. Look at Jason Jordan. Yeah. Who? Exactly. 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 Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan was uh, Chad Gable's tag team in American Alpha in NXT. One of the best tag teams in NXT history. They come up to main roster. They get split in separate situations. He was Jason supposed to be Kurt jo- Angle's son. Jason Jordan gets stuck in an angle that he's Kurt Angle's long lost son. Gets injured, neck injury, was set to lose, miss 9 to 12 months, has yet to return. That yeah. was 2017. Yeah, and he's been in the back as a... something like that. He's been in the back as a talent agent. Mm-hmm. And then what about fucking um, Natalia's husband? Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd. Another, they're very, very, very finicky about allowing people to re-enter the ring when it comes to the whole head and neck area. Brian only got in because he basically subverted them. Like, he basically went and had, like, a thousand other doctors clear him. And I'm pretty sure you can watch it on fucking Total Bellas or whatever the crap that shit is. But he subverted everything to get back into the ring with the WWE. And the reason why he got back into the ring was the whole purpose was to get another promotion to take a bigger risk on him, which is what AEW did. Mm-hmm. That being said, has Brian been able to stay safe? Yes. Has he also sustained a couple of injuries that have kept him off TV for mm-hmm. a little bit? Yes. So he... He's taking risks. He's taking risks. And I'd love to see Paige back. Don't get me wrong. She was an extreme talent, but not in her present state. No. Give, give me Paige from when she came up to main roster and stole the belt off and of fucking... AJ, AJ, AJ Lee, Lee. The first night on uh, main roster, still give, as NXT Women's Champion. Give me that. That that was phenomenal. Um, What was the stable that she was a head of? Paige? PCB. Yes. Give me that. I just I don't want to see someone taking a risk in a ring and at a live event something bad happening. Like just think about um um Madcap Moss. How quickly they were ready to stop that match when he got dropped on his head by Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. They were like that, ready to stop the match. But he had his faculties, he finished the match. He didn't do everything he was supposed to do in the match, but I mean mm-hmm. It's it's just a very serious thing. And even he's been off TV for a little bit too. Yeah. I think like they they, they want to wean him back a little bit. So, those are our realistic. Any any other ones that you could think of with Triple H? Because this is a big omission. I thought either one of you two were gonna say Bray Wyatt. Oh, I oh, I knew that was coming to, anyway. I would love to say that. I'm he's I'm hundred percent guaranteed he's coming back he's regardless. Coming back. So I wasn't worried about that. I'm talking people that were released and are currently competing in other promotions. Okay, Jonah, I believe is currently um, competing in Impact. Okay. Um. Who did you say again? Me? Yeah. I said Naomi. 
Oh, yeah. Naomi's not competing. We'll be back tonight. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay, well, let's put on Raw. I have it recording. Don't I th- you worry. I think another one to uh, keep an eye out for, as far as like somebody who's not in the company, has been outside the company for a little while, is Pac. That's possible. Returning as Neville. I could see him returning, um, but I think that's almost um, his return is almost more of a forbidden door thing. Uh, I agree. He'd return as Pac. Oh, he can't return as Neville. He has to return as Pac. He has to return as the bastard. What about Strowman? Strowman would be interesting. So would EC3. Yeah. Uh, Both of those would be very interesting, especially since Strowman's been doing a lot of vignettes lately. Yeah. His own personal Um, stuff. What about Andrade? Again, there's so much. There's so many people that I'd love to say. One tag team I'd love to come back, which we need in the women's division. It's the Iconics. It's the Iconics. Billy and Peyton. Peyton, Royce, and Billy Kay. But they're doing good with with what they're they're doing. Amazing work in Impact. They're doing incredible work in Impact. I can't see them pulling away from something where where they're having a ton of fun. They're having a ton of fun. They're the champs. They've been... Yeah. Well, they were the champs. I just... I want to keep this... Like we said, when she prefaced it, realistic i yeah. realistically can see naomi coming back i realistically can see thick boy coming back i realistically can see john moxley coming back what about john morrison i don't know about morrison um again somebody who's just having fun in the twilight years of his career that's just the way i look at it he oh. may he may come back eventually i just, i don't know how soon eventually is for him yeah Especially since they screwed up his intro at fucking AEW with you the Joker what, card. You know what I would love too, though? Ruby Riot came back, and Liv and Ruby were together again. I think yeah. we'd, all, we'd all like Ruby's the... shining in where she is now. No, she's not. Oh. They're wasting her. They're wasting her crazy. But this is the thing: is they get the pop, and then they don't do anything with the pop. They they don't do anything with the pop. All right, so wait, didn't uh, you want Kieran Cross back? Killer Cross would be fun. It, they just have to utilize him, right? Yeah, they have to get rid of that whole Spartan thing that he was doing. Yeah. All right. So now I'm gonna pose a question. <laughs> I'm gonna pose hard. a question <laughs> that Hunter was posed at his press conference before SummerSlam. Uh-huh. Um. Obviously, he dodged answering any of the stuff. But what AEW talent is? WWE going to pilfer now that Triple H is at the head. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Oh, that's a given. He was going to leave with Vince, too. Give me somebody else. Can someone give me names off of uh, AEW? Powerhouse Hobbs. See, I like that a lot. I would love to fucking see Powerhouse Hobbs in that fucking right in the title picture. Him versus Roman Reigns is a heavy fucking hitting match. Give me like Powerhouse Hawks. I like it. You know who's another one? I think it's way too early. It's way too early. I'd love to see Hook in the WWE. Yeah, he's still he's still he's too, still way too green. He's still green, and I think they um I think AEW is going to hold on to him for a little bit longer. Um, as far as who I'd like to see, I don't know if. AEW would let him slip through their fingers. Darby Allen. 
<laughs> I agree. Darby Allen in the E. You know who else? Darby Allen would be a lot of fun in the E. You know who would be an absolute spark to the women's division? Thunder Rosa. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill would be good too. I wouldn't mind seeing Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa would be a lot of fun. But this is this is what's going to be nice is I feel like they may be a little bit more aggressive when it comes to these AEW free agents coming out now with Triple H at the helm. Yeah. Wait, I just looked up the AEW roster. Are you serious? Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Isaiah Scott Swerve? Isaiah Scott Swerve? I don't care. Swerve Scott, like, that's yes. That's literally a tag, a tag team right now. Yeah. yeah. Why did we not get that? That because, sounds like fun. Because it makes no sense. Oh, it doesn't make sense, but it sounds like fun. It doesn't sound like fun. To, to put them two together, Swerve was part of a faction as it was. Mm. Oh, you know who'd be cool to have come back? Adam Cole? Kyle O'Reilly? No. Dustin? Yeah, I'd love to see Goldust come back. Not as Goldust, as Dustin Rhodes. As the natural Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. Rhodes. Yes, I'd like to see that. That'd be fun. And and not not as a full time competitor. I'm no. thinking as like what he's doing right now. Shows in up AEW. in the Rumble. Yeah, comes back for a few months leading up to Mania, and then gets we into get the Hall of Fame. Gets in the Hall of Fame, and then we get a Rhodes Brothers versus the Usos. Maybe yeah, something that fun. would be so much fun. Instead yes. of Gold Dust and Stardust, we get Rhodes the Brothers. natural Dustin Rhodes versus and Cody American Rhodes, Nightmare. the American Nightmare yes. versus the Usos, the New Day, the the Viking Raiders, sh- fucking, I don't care. Even give me Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Just oh, give me the Ra- Rhodes of, brothers. Get rid of Shanky. I love Shanky. Lord. Shanky's doing fun shit. He is. Wait, is all of Even them- Mansoor's doing some fun stuff right yeah. now, too. Mansoor and, and uh, Massey. Yes. Wait, are all the guys, like, from, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the faction. Undisputed Era? Are they all on AEW? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you have Redragon. Well, no. No, because... Um, no, because Bobby Roddy Fish, is still in... Roderick's still with... The- NXT. Roger, yeah. He's still part of Diamond Mine. Yep. He's the head of Diamond Mine now. With um Creed Brothers. And... um. What's the girl's name? I can't think of her name right yeah. now. But yeah, it's just the four of them because uh, their talking piece is gone. What about... um? Crap. Bring him back. Buddy Matthews, Alistair Black... <laughs> Give stealing, me Jay Lethal. Stealing Brody King. Yeah, but Jay Lethal is not AEW. Jay Lethal is. Jay Lethal is on the AEW roster. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What the f- Luchasaurus? What the Luchasaurus f- is fun, but he he. Kip Sabian's fun. That's my buzz. Your, your, your daughter <laughs> is calling. I think if... that might be the, the the note. Oh, I know. I wanted to talk about one more thing. I'm sorry. Before we close out the episode, mm-hmm. McIntyre is not winning the title. My that's. <laughs> let, I know you were let going. Let him say his piece. Clash of the Castle. I know it's so much fun. McIntyre wins the title. Off of Roman. Off of Roman. In in the UK. In the UK. But is so beaten up. Theory cashes in, walks out with the titles. He will get the most fucking heel heat ever. Sean Michaels. That is X Pac heat. No. Sean Michaels, Shawn Michaels in Montreal. Montreal. Okay. <laughs> That's the most heat ever, dude. But we're getting. We'll get the current roster version of that. Okay. Because you're in Wales. You're in pretty much. 
his Drew McIntyre Drew McIntyre's backyard, mm-hmm. and Austin fucking Theory comes out and cashes in. I I just I still can't see anybody losing that belt to him. To, to, I can't see anybody beating Roman except for Cody. I forgot Cody was a thing. <laughs> okay, real quick. I AEW c- took Regal, The Big Show, and Samoa Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Again, it's all washouts. It's all WWE rejects. Yeah. Samoa Joe returns. Even, Give me that. Even though the Con <clears throat> brothers pretty much own half of WWE now. The Con brothers own professional wrestling. Well. Nick Khan doesn't own any percentage of the No, he's oh, just the Ember CEO. Yes. Yeah, that's what she's always been. Uh, but wait, my isn't thi- she a WWE reject, guys? Or no? Allie? I don't remember. I think so. I think she was on NXT for a short minute. minute. I just again, I cannot see it. I know it writes itself and it makes a lot of sense, and I can wrap my head around the fact that Drew McIntyre wins the belt. In- in his homeland to become, you know, um, was it now would be a three-time undisputed champion, right? Three-time WWE three-time champion, champion yeah. or whatever. Um, I just, I almost want it to be a family that unseats the Anawais. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be the Rhodes. Like you were saying, <laughs> Dustin returns. They beat the Usos for the tag team championships. And Cody comes and back. And Cody the comes title. back and wins the title later on in the night. Like it just—it makes sense to me. So it's like another. Cody family. wins the rumble. It's not just an individual. Cody wins the rumble. Cody comes back and wins the rumble. I've been saying that from the start. Yeah, I've been saying that from the start. He's he's supposed to be out. I think what is it? Eight, Six months, ten I months. I think it's nine to ten months, and um, it'll be right around rumble time. Seven months once rumble comes. Yeah. So long as he's healthy, and can go. He'll go. He'll come out. No shit, he'll fucking go. Did you see what he did in Hell in a Cell? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He'll come out at 30. I think he'd be 30. He'll be a surprise like Cena in 2008. I like it. I like it a lot. And there's still like 10 competitors. It's not like he comes out and there's four or five left. No, there's like 10 and he just runs the table. Yeah. So Cody Rhodes said, I've heard nine months. That's their plan. I've never concerned myself with other people's projections. I've got a plan of my own. Let's finish all of us. There you go. That's it. So nine months from Hell in a Cell and Hell in a Cell is what? May. May. So that'll bring so you. So just knock back three. It brings you to February. Yeah. So he'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back at the Rumble. It's the end of July. Uh, end of January. End of January. He'll be fine. He'll be there. I mean, the way he was. I mean, the way how that man is built and how healthy he is in general, he'll probably come back faster than that. He wrestled, well, so he could be completely cleared before the Rumble. Yeah. He won't return till the Rumble. Yeah, he could be cleared He could be cleared in November or December. He would not return till the Rumble. Yeah, it would just make... Why, he would wait for a big four pay-per-view? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and he'll wait till the Rumble to come back and win the Rumble because that's what's going to happen. If Cody's cleared... In time for the Rumble, he's winning the Rumble. Yeah, it's the there's one no, be- it's the there's one no bell questions his- It's the one belt his father didn't win. Was the WWE title. Was the WWE title. And he came here to fulfill a destiny. Mm-hmm. So he's going to win the WWE title. It's just a matter of who's he going to win it off of. It writes itself. Yeah. Hopefully Roman. That's who I'd like. As much as I'd like to see Drew take it off of him as well, it writes itself. I'd love to see Rhodes take down Roman. I mean, if, if you're going to continue building Roman as this massive heel... 
he can beat him in Cardiff. I say Cardiff in in Wales, mm-hmm. and still massive fucking heat. Yeah. Anyway, I think that should wrap up tonight's episode. This has been a Double Doink Network production. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on our social media at the Double Doink Network on Instagram. All four of us do have control, so all four of us can respond. Um, depending on the um, re- legitness of the response, you can probably <laughs> guess who responding to the inquiries. Hey, my colored commentary is great. It's legitness. It's no, legitness. One of our litners probably doesn't litners. like <laughs> I'm not even gonna correct, I'm not even gonna correct it for that person. Probably doesn't like my color commentary. Anywho. Anywho. We will uh move on. This has been a double doink network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. I've been Michaela. I've been Meredith. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. I was barely here.